Minshew playing so bad against Jacksonville last week, I think this is a great bounce back spot for him. I think he's arguably the best backup quarterback in the NFL. I don't think you're losing too much off a of rookie no. Richardson. Richardson, I think, is going to be really good as, as the years go on. But right now, I don't think you're losing anything from putting in Minshew as a starter. And yeah. I, I love the pick, Trent. I love the pick. Yeah, Do you, uh, that was easy. The over-under Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Picks by DSAC podcast, Sports Picks for Degenerates. We have a returning guest, Mr. Trent Larson. How are we doing tonight? We're doing good. Thanks for having me again. Excited to be back. So you were on the college football one the first time. We honestly didn't give out a whole lot of winners on this one, which is why we, you, I needed you to come on the NFL one. We need to redeem ourselves. I, I bet with my heart for college football, which was a bad move. And so now that... We're on the NFL, you know, I think this year for me personally, the NFL has been absolute trash in terms of quality of these games and the Cardinals suck. So I'm just here to make money, honestly. Hey, you're what the NFL is for now. So your, your fins look good though. Fins look good. The fins do look good. Um, I might have a little, I don't know how I'm feeling about them with the Eagles. We can talk about that soon, but okay. Okay. We will get to that game. So we're uh, seven, six weeks done. We're on week seven of the NFL. What's been yep. your biggest surprise so far through six weeks? Honestly, I think it's everyone's biggest surprise, but it has to be the Lions. Yeah. I mean, I will say I did pick them against the Chiefs that first Thursday night game, and that was an easy bet that I saw. I knew that the Lions were going to win that game, but I did not see them going six and one the rest of the way. Jared Goff has made the biggest redemption I've ever seen. I have an NFL QB, so I'm excited for him. But yeah, it has to be the Lions by far. It's I remember when he got traded from LA, everyone's like, oh, they got rid of the dead weight. Like Sean McVay made this guy look so good. And hey, he's credit to him. He's looked really good this year. He's actually, for the, over the last five years, Jared Goff is actually the number one most profitable quarterback in the NFL at covering spreads. Yeah, I got him on so, my fan. He's crushing it for me. So, like, I'm all about that. All about absolute that. Absolute dog. Absolute dog. So, since you mentioned Detroit, let's get right into the Detroit-Baltimore game. So where it sits right now, Baltimore's favored by three points at home and the over-under set at 42 and a half. Do you like anything in this game? Yeah, so, you know, I've definitely been surprised by the Lions. I've been, have been riding them all year. Goff, as I mentioned, is my fantasy football quarterback, but I actually like the Ravens here. Vegas knows the public is going to take Lions plus money and it's a little bit of a trap game. And I like the Ravens here to cover they just had big win and what was it london last yep. week with my boy justin tucker and i think they're gonna absolutely cover that at home no issue i agree with you about the trap game i think the public is going to be all over detroit here i think lamar for he's had a little bit of problems this year in terms of his help he's looked great but his help has not showed up yeah. for him but Lamar's looked great to start the year he's showing out after his new contract and i think he's going to dominate this this uh, past defense of the lions the lions are really good at stopping the run they're like top 5 in the nfl at stopping the run but you could throw on him i think lamar's going to have a day yeah and what i think odell actually played pretty well last weekend so i think he might have another big week but yeah i like the ravens here like just fade the public and don't take the track yeah. that vegas is saying yep. now 
So. Yep. I saw earlier in the week, I saw this tick down to like two and a half. I wish I could have gotten it at two and a half, but yeah. hey, I think I'm going to take it at three, two. What about the over under 42 and a half? Do you like anything there? Last week, last week, the Ravens under hit in London. What's the weather like? It's supposed to be know? rainy. It's supposed to be rainy and it's supposed to be windy. 42. That's a tough number. I would probably just sit the under, especially if the Lions pass rush defense is so good. And mm-hmm. if, you know, Lamar can get like a, maybe a touchdown or two and then a field field goals from Justin Tucker. But yeah, it could, but also the Lions playing that dome. So like inside, that's different for them as well, especially trying to score the ball. So I'll take the under on that. I didn't think about that going into this, but just based off of what we've been talking, I'll, I'll say the under. I lean towards the under too. I'm definitely laying the number with Baltimore minus three, but I, I'm leaning towards the under as well. Yeah, I think I'm just a, a move. So the next game on the list, and this is the second most amount of money that's been bet on a game for this week. The first one was the Baltimore Ravens and the Detroit game. Arizona Cardinals go up to Seattle, and they are seven and a half point underdogs to the Seahawks. Over under set at 44 and a half. Your Cardinals are underdogs. They look a little feisty to start the year, though. What are you thinking here? Bro, they're, they're feisty, but <clears throat> I went to, so I live in LA for those of you who don't know. And I was at the Rams Cardinals game on Sunday, and that was that was hard. It's hard to watch. <laughs> the defense is so bad. Dobbs has shown flashes, but like overall, he's not it. They do play hard, as you mentioned. I'll give them that. But like where they're headed right now, it's just so ass, and it was embarrassing to watch that. If they had James Conner, I think they might be able to cover that. But in Seattle. Tough place to play. No James Conner. Give me Seahawks. And I know probably the public is leaning towards that way too. But I think now the conversation is finally starting to go back towards like, all right, let's just tank here. Like we saw, we tried what we could do at the beginning. We got a little <laughs> cute. Maybe had a you know won a game against Dallas, but let's get back on that that tank trying to really build for the future. I agree. I I, I think the um, the Arizona Cardinals are coming back down to earth, and they realize wait, we're not going to be good this year. Like, why are we trying to win games? We need to go try to get Drake May or Caleb Willens or Michael Penix. No, like, we're... I don't want a QB. Oh, though. okay. Okay, who no, do you want? No, I don't want a QB. Want? Who do you I want? I want Kyler. I'm sticking with Kyler. I'm sticking really? with Kyler so you... as my QB. Yeah. Really? I think I was low on Kyler, but the maturity that I've seen, because that was his biggest thing to me, was just like him leading a team, being a franchise quarterback, being mature. <clears throat> Did not see that his first few years at Arizona. And I think he got, he literally got hit in the head, right? In this injury, realized like, oh, like I actually need to be a leader here. I need to mature. I need to change. I have seen that he's done. And I think that time away from football has actually done him so well. And he's going to come back with an absolute vengeance because I think that was just the number one thing he didn't have. Like he has the arm strength. He can throw the deep ball, and then obviously he can scramble. If he just turns into a quarterback that can run and manage a team and get pieces around him, which I hope we can with an early first-round pick, then, dude, I am, like, so about that. And I've seen Caleb Williams live, paints his nails, like, that ain't my thing. I don't need that as my QB. Drake May (laughs) is really good, but, like, I still think Kyler is way ahead of all of them. And it's still young. It's not like he's 29, 30, 31 years right. old coming off this injury. And we are already paying him so much money that I'd rather see that pit go somewhere else. 
such as, you know, wide receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. or uh, someone on the line. That's fair. That's a fair point. But to to this game's point, I think you're 100% spot on. I'm laying the seven and a half of Seattle. I think it's almost a auto play for me. If you look back in this series, Seattle's kind of dominated, especially when it goes up to Seattle. They went on an average of more than 10 points. And that's when that's been against better Cardinals teams in the past. And so giving a seven and a half print, Seven and a half point spread for Seattle at home. I'm, I'm going to take that all day. Do you like the over under at all? What is it at? 44? 44 and a half. I'll take the under on that as well. Okay. Yeah. What do, What do you think in there? I mean, I just watched the Rams and Cardinals, and it was like nine to six at half. Like the Cardinals can't score in the red zone without James Conner. That's my thing. That's that's like, I would want to take an over on this, but I mean, the Cardinals could come out like they did last week and only they didn't even put up double digits. So you're, you're asking, you're asking Seattle to take over all that, which is why I'm kind of on your side of leaning on the under. Yeah. I like the under on that. I think that's a safe bet. Might be, might be joining you on that one too. What a, so now to the next game we have on the list, the Sunday night game, going to be an absolutely electric game. We have the your we have your fins going to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, where it sits right now. The Philly special is favored by two and a half points, over under set of fifty two. What do you like here? You mentioned it in the intro when we were introducing you again that you were. You had something planned for this game. Well, I was just excited to talk about it, but okay. as I mentioned, the NFL product this year has just been absolutely horrible in my opinion. I hate the storylines. I hate everything that's going on right now. And it's, of course, I'm still watching all day Sunday, you know, doing all that. It's like, it, there's that, that is just, it is what it is. But I'm actually really excited about this game. This is finally a primetime game that I'm like, I'm excited <clears throat> to watch this. Like yep. there has not been maybe one or two all year that I've actually gotten excited for. With yep. that said, even though the Finns are like my, you know, like second team that I picked up last year to root for because, you know, the Cardinals are so bad. I want to keep it simple here. I don't think the Eagles are losing two in a row. You know, I feel like the public will probably take plus money with Miami here, but mm-hmm. the energy that is going on in Philadelphia right now with the NLCS and the Phillies just absolutely dominating the Diamondbacks these last two nights. There's just magic going on in that city that's going to get the toast push going and that Eagles are going to easily cover but with Miami. Yeah, I think it's I think the Eagles losing to the Jets last week was a blessing in terms of betting for this team this week. I think if they would go into this game 6-0, and this spread would have been a little bit higher. But with how good Miami's looked over the last two weeks after that loss to uh, Buffalo and with, the lo- and with the Phillies' loss to the Jets, I just think this is a hammer on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to get Jalen Carter back. They're supposed to get um, Darius Slay back. And if you go back and look at that um, Dolphins-Bills game, one of the reasons why the Bills were so successful is they could only rush three or four guys and still get a lot of pressure on Tua. And I think that's the key to beating this Dolphins team. And Eagles do that with only rushing four better than anyone else in the league. I think Carter's going to have an unreal – his first primetime game, and I think he's going to be have an unreal day. And I think Philly covers this spread and wins this game easily at home. Yeah, probably the best draft pick of this year. Oh, the biggest steal. Too. Biggest, biggest steal, steal. biggest steal. I mean, I get why he dropped because of the 
felony charge he had against him. But I mean, if I'm an NFL GM, I'm like, all right, we're we're just gonna take this felony charge. Like this guy's way too good to pass up on. I can't believe he could have done much worse. Yeah, like there's worse crimes that NFL players commit. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Eagles all the way. That's Eagles all the way. The, this this number was at minus one and a half yesterday. I'm beating myself up for not taking it at one and a half because that's up to is that two. What three now? Or is it two and a half? It's two and a half. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're, I think you're still fine with that. Yeah, I think it's still good. I don't see it ticking back down because I just think more money will come in on the Eagles. I think you're right about the public coming in on uh, the Dolphins, but I don't think the books are going to move the line because then they know like more pro money will come in on just even more pro money will come in on the Eagles. Yeah. Yep. So what is your favorite spread of the weekend in the NFL this week? Yeah. So my favorite always has to be plus money. We have to chase a little bit. So I'm okay. going to go with uh, the Colts plus three at home against the Browns. Okay. Browns are not going to be playing like they did last week against the 49ers. This is Jonathan Taylor's second game back. And I know he didn't do anything last week. So I think, he, you know, it's, it's hard to step in week five and obviously week six or whatever and try to make an impact so i think after another full week of practice he'll he'll step up and uh, you know Minshew slings the ball like he throws interceptions but he gets a lot of yards and i think the colts will be able to move the ball and they'll score and they'll uh they'll cover or sorry not even cover but they'll they'll uh they'll win you think they'll win this game outright yeah so uh, i just looked at the numbers it's ticked down a little bit to plus two and a half you're still taking a t- plus two and a half yeah i'll take plus two and a half yeah Mm-hmm. I think uh, with Menchu playing so bad against Jacksonville last week, I think this is a great bounce back spot for him. I think he's arguably the best backup quarterback in the NFL. I don't think you're losing too much off a of rookie no. Richardson. Richardson, I think, is going to be really good as, as the years go on. But right now, I don't think you're losing anything from putting in Minshew as a starter. And yeah. I, I love the pick, Trent. I love the pick. Yeah, Do you, uh, that was easy. The over-under set of 40, and that Browns defense is legit. Would you take the under in this game, or would you not touch it? I probably wouldn't touch. 40 is – and because what? They lost – They or San Francisco had, what, 17 points, right? I think that final score was 20 to 17. Like yeah. the smart thing to do would be to put – take the under on it, but – I don't know if they're going to do that back to back. So I would, yeah, I would, I just probably will stay away. Yeah. I think I'll stay away too. I might, maybe, maybe I'll tease it up, tease it up to like 46. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, tease it easy. yeah. 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 Tease, tease it up to 46. And then that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So the, you don't like that over under what's your favorite over under of the weekend? Then? The Cardinal Seahawks. Easy. Oh, easy. Yeah. That would, that's the easiest one. After even seeing that just horrible, just <laughs> output i the coaching is really good like i will give the cardinals that but they just don't have the talent give me the under on that yeah they just don't have the horses i'm gonna ride that with you trent you're gonna ride your winners this week let's go gonna ride your winners everyone's favorite part of the show we've we hit i hit this with manny two weeks ago and he came back on the show last week we unfortunately couldn't get two in a row anytime touchdown parlay all right give me your best touchdown score for week seven so this one i am going with my heart a little bit so this isn't strictly business but i just realized that Bijan robinson has zero rushing touchdowns this year really zero he has pat receiving touchdown but not rushing so i like the tucson hometown kid Bijan to get his first 
this weekend. His um, okay. Manny M- Manny picked Bijan last week too. Okay, so who do you pick? The first week he picked Tyreek Hill. All right. Okay. Well, that one's yeah. Whatever. Anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Manny had a little bit of a cop out on that one. Yeah, but yeah. hey, we gave it to him. It won. It, we, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna. Uh, we're not gonna argue against any winners. No. Yeah. Not at all. Money's money. But yeah, I like uh, I like Bijan getting his uh, his receiving. Like the catches he those one handed catches he makes are absolutely insane. <laughs> but I'm uh, waiting for him to actually break out one and then give me that sweet aerial camera view that the falcons do of it um isn't that that's can, sick then yeah you can that post that sick. as a as a reel or highlight after after this as well with that so they play tampa bay do you you you're not scared of tampa bay's defense at all no 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 not at all all right so for my pick i am going with christian watson of the green bay packers okay so they play the Denver Broncos, and the Denver Broncos allow the third most touchdowns to receivers. Um, I think Jordan Love is going to have a pretty good day against the wonderful Denver defense. We picked up Vance Joseph from your Cardinals in the offseason. Yep. It's obviously just been the, the greatest move of the offseason. Arguably yeah. the worst, arguably going from the best defense in the NFL last year to the worst. Yeah, <laughs> They allow just under two touchdowns a game to receivers, and so I'm going to go with, Jordan Love's favorite target in Watson. I like that. He's at, like he's that. at plus 160. So like Robinson that. Robinson's odds are not, are not out yet on DraftKings at least. So yeah. he'll probably be set at like 110 or 120 or something like that. So we'll parlay both of those together, call it a winner, and then next week when it hits, you got to come back on because that's the rule. All right. All right. Let's Is there anything, el- anything else for the viewers you want to talk about and go over about the NFL this, this season? No, I just hope it gets better. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a downer here, but it's just been rough product to watch. So hopefully this weekend changes things for us and we want some money. If you were an MVP voter right now, who would you vote for in the NFL? That's a great question. Dude, there's like not been one player that I've like sat here and been like, yep, that's our MVP this year. Up um, until last week, I would have said Christian McCaffrey, but he just got hurt. Like, yeah. I, you can't go with it. You can't. Two is actually the front runner, plus three fifty. Mahomes is second at plus four fifty, and Allen is plus seven hundred. I don't agree with Mahomes. Their offense is yeah. trash this year, and his his stats don't. But it's just Mahomes, so it doesn't matter what he's do. People are going to talk about it. Yeah, there there was a thing I saw today. Uh, Russell Wilson is averaging more touchdowns, more yards, yeah. and a higher passer rating than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and he gets Russell Wilson gets more shit than anyone in the league. Yep, myself included. I want the man out of the state of Colorado as a Broncos fan. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's crazy. Like I, I haven't even thought about putting any money on an MVP front runner because there just hasn't been. There's no one that sticks like, out. There's no one that sticks out. It's hard. I'm not wasting money on that, and I feel like ever all these QBs this year. I don't know what it is. There's just like declined what about your boy jared goff no like he's done well but i mean just like the collective front no i'm saying what about oh, as, so right as, now as mvp Jer- jared goff right now is sitting at plus 2000 it's it's that got a lot of value i mean they're got, i'd be surprised if they didn't lose if they didn't win that division minnesota sucks green bay's not doing anything yeah bear the bears are looking at next year already what and they'll have one of the top um records i mean and he's gonna have decent numbers is the NFL ready for that though? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know if they're ready for that. They're like, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if the storyline is uh, is there for that, but that plus two thousand, that's not bad. Is there a backup running back again? Gibbs. That's coming back. He's coming back, right? Mm -hmm. So the run game will get a little better. Like they're gonna be one of the they're gonna have one of the best records and be one of the best teams. And when you're the, one of the best teams in the NFL, your name is at least gonna be in the conversation. Yeah. And shit, I mean, they should be undefeated, too. They didn't mm -hmm. lose that overtime game. The Seattle. Uh, Seattle, so Jared Goff the might be a little sneaky. A little sneaky. Yeah, a little sneaky, yeah. What What is that in the in the rank-wise? Is plus two thousand? He is eight. Brock Purdy's actually ahead of him. I don't agree with that. Um, the but, I mean, the thing about... That I saw on Twitter with Brock Purdy this past yeah. week, where it was like when yeah, C-Mac's out, I don't know how to yeah, like throw they were great. Two, two dump fast. Yeah, <laughs> they were great. I mean, if, if you if you were to take Tua right now, I think I think is a horrible bet just because his ability to stay healthy through 17 weeks, I just don't see that happen. So you got to think about health at the same time too. Yeah, he's gonna get another concussion. He's gonna be throwing up like, gang signs. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> even if he doesn't get a concussion, but it's a bad hit to the helmet. Miami's going to stop everything with him. Yeah, they have to. They have yeah, to. So it's not like he has leeway or can be like, oh, no, I'm fine. Like, that's going to be the longest concussion protocol evaluation of all time. Yep. Um, I so. agree. Jared Goff is sneaky. I didn't know that. Sneaky one, right? I didn't know that. I don't ever really bet on, on futures for MVP. Yeah, I, d I don't either. It was just an interesting thing. To, yeah, I just wanted to hear might... your opinion on it. I might have to look. I honestly don't have an opinion, but I might have to take a look. Take Sneaky a look. Yeah, that is the, I, I, won't I won't tell anyone, but I'll just go ahead and do it, you know? Yeah. All right, Skeeter, let's let's review. We got, so we both like Baltimore at minus three. We both lean towards the under at 42 and a half in that same Baltimore game. We both love Seattle minus seven and a half. You love the, un you said the under in Seattle, right? Yeah. Your favorite over under. We both love Philly. Go, go take out. Go, go to the bank. Take out a loan. Put, put, put it on Philly. You're, you won't regret it. Yeah, he's. And mind. then your, and then your favorite spread is the Colts plus two and a half. And then our touchdown money line parlay is Christian Watson and B. John Robinson. Got a yes, bunch sir. of winners, book. Let's make some money. Well, Trent, it's been great for you to be here. If anyone listening, if you haven't already, rate us five stars. Helps us out. Helps Ski come back on the podcast. Give us more winners. Yes, Until sir. next week.